Well, good Tuesday morning, everybody. It is the 25th of May, and my title today is You Missed the Exit Again? Here's the second truth we need to never forget, and that is when we are tempted, God promises to provide for us a way of escape. Now, when I was 11 years old, I saw the movie The Great Escape, 1964, Steve McQueen's iconic motorcycle jump over the fence to freedom was the climax of the movie based on a true story of 26 men who actually escaped Stalag Luft III. 23 of them were reincarcerated, and only three actually made it all the way to freedom. But the scene was set as this Stalag was supposed to be the best and the newest the Nazis had built, and they thought it was inescapable. As opposed to Hogan's Heroes, which was an American TV comedy set in the Nazi Stalag 13, of course, where anyone who wanted to escape found it easy to get past good old Hans Schultz, I see nothing, the blundering but lovable sergeant of the guard. Now let's look at this verse again in 1 Corinthians 10, 13. No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. So yesterday we looked at the first truth that God is faithful. And he will not allow any of us to be tempted beyond our ability to resist. And I want to let you know that in my 15 years and nine months of my own recovery, I have seen that truth in action. Now, I cannot count the number of times I've been tempted in those 15 years and nine months, but I do know that in all of those temptations, except for eight times, I was not overcome by the temptation and God was faithful to me. And he did not allow me to be tempted beyond my ability to endure it. And those eight falls, listen, they were on me and not God. I'd shut him out and decided again to do my own thing. But one of the problems is, We do not endure it. Instead, after years of this addictive behavior, we have developed little or no resistance to the temptation, and we are easily drawn into it like a dog to its bone. We become like Pavlov's dogs, and we begin to salivate at the ring of the bell whether there's any food available at all. Typically, we have grown tired of trying to fight it because we rationalize that we're going to go ahead and give into it eventually, so why not just give into it now? Listen, that's a sure sign that we become addicted. And instead of fighting the temptation, we believe resisting is futile or futile, either one. 
We turn over our mind and our body to the desire of sexual pleasure, and we dive right back in to a pool filled with manure, thinking it's refreshing water. But it's not. So being in recovery means we begin to try and stop the old patterns that are ingrained in us, and we begin to take new action. And the earlier in the temptation you begin to look to God's faithfulness to keep the temptation from becoming too powerful, and you begin looking for his escape, which he's promised all of us in all our temptations, well, the sooner you do that, the better. The sooner we do that, the better we will resist. So let's now talk about escapes. There are three problems with escapes. First, our escape is not easy to find. And second is that if we find it, then we have to make the decision to take the escape. But even that's not enough. Finally, we have to actually take the action to take the escape. You see, seeing the escape isn't enough. Deciding to take the escape isn't enough. Taking the action to take the escape is what will actually allow you to escape. If we see the escape, but we don't take it, we fall. If we see it and decide to take it mentally, but do not turn the decision into action, we'll fall again. It is only by seeing the escape, deciding to take it, and then taking the action in that moment so that the escape will actually happen that we will find the solution. Granted, that's a lot to think about when temptation is suddenly upon you or has been building for hours or maybe even days. So here's an idea that I found works in my life, and I've practiced it repeatedly, and it has become my go-to response instead of having another fall into sexual sin. The first thing I do I remind myself that God is faithful. And I might even say that out loud. Thank you, God, that you are faithful. And I know that he will govern the strength of the temptation down to a level that I can handle. I might not believe I can handle, but I can handle. That's a step of faith we have to grow in. But that lie that's telling me there is no use resisting is just that. It's a lie. It's not the truth. I can resist temptation because God is in control of the process as it is unfolding. He always makes it possible for me to endure it. And once I have that thought in my mind, once I'm focusing on God and not the sin— then I realize, wait a minute, I'm not alone. The Spirit of God is dwelling right inside of me, and I need His help to overcome the temptation. Overcoming the temptation, even one that is recurring, is not more powerful than the Spirit of God, and that thought puts things into perspective for me. I have the power to resist from the Holy Spirit. Finally, it's time to find the way of escape. Now, this thought might shock you, 
but finding the escape while you're being lured away and enticed by sexual sin is extremely difficult at first. After years or decades of this addiction, you've blown past so many escapes that you've lost count and even believe, well, there's no escape available for me. Bam! That's another lie. And it's exposed because God promises us. In this verse, he promises us that he will provide that way of escape. The problem is we wait too late to look for it. Doesn't it seem that the longer we're being tempted, the faster we're moving toward it? And it's, it's kind of like a magnet pulling the metal that's in our flesh. And the longer we remain within the field of the magnetic pull, the closer we get to the magnet and the more powerful the pull comes upon us. Listen, God promises us a way of escape so that we can endure the temptation. However, he does not say when he will show you the escape. So I found this idea to be very true and extremely important. I need to be thinking ahead of when I will be tempted and have my escape in place before the temptation begins. Listen, you can't jump off a cliff and hope the law of gravity is going to suddenly stop when you're halfway down. And you can't expect to find your escape when the power of sexual sin has pulled you halfway toward it. Sometimes you feel like it's not possible, but many times it is. Think about when in your day or week you are most likely to be tempted. You can think ahead, right? You can plan a week ahead at least. When will you be alone with time on your hands? When are you normally tempted during the week? Plan out your escapes before the temptation starts. And when you can begin to do that, it's almost easy to see God's promised escape with a little thought and planning on your part. And failing to plan is planning to fail. I'm going to talk more about escapes tomorrow. God bless you, my friends. I hope you have a great day in the Lord. Walk filled with the Spirit. Put on the full armor of God. And get involved in one of our online support teams. It will make a huge difference for you. I promise. Take care. And goodbye.